Hi everybody, my name is Jerry Wise and I'm a life and relationship coach and I've been helping people for 40 years uh, with self-differentiation and helping them grow using Murray Bowen family systems theory which I think is one of the best ways to grow up as an adult and to change feelings, to change automatic reactivity. Uh, it's not a quick fix. It's not an easy thing uh, to do, but a quick fix doesn't often end up uh, resulting in a lot of good uh, changes. Usually they are temporary changes, and I'm looking for long-term changes in which I really do transform myself or you transform yourself in a way to where, <coughs> excuse me, you are a, you're functioning differently in relationships. This particular series of videos, which I'm going to be doing, and this is the first one, is based on Jenny Brown's book, Growing Yourself Up, and she lists seven characteristics of a mature inner adult. And I think these lists could be found in many of the Bowen books. They're common kind of traits of someone who is self-differentiated. And I wanted to go through these while she doesn't explain those. I wanted to explain each one to you and maybe give you an example of those. I want to try to keep the videos short for these. And those seven are someone who is a mature inner adult keeps their emotions in line with their values. That's what I'm going to talk about today. Secondly, stays on task even when experiencing discomfort. Improve them, improves themselves without blaming others. Stays in contact with those who are upset with them. Doesn't expect to be rescued by others and refrains from taking over for others. Resists the forces to fit in when the group ethos uh, to fit in with the group ethos when it contradicts their values and sees beyond self to the patterns of reactions each person is a part of, a systems way of thinking. This one today is on keeps their emotions in line with their values. And what we want to do is today talk about true feelings versus systems feelings. I have a video on systems feelings versus true feelings. Oftentimes, systems feelings are not in line with our values and what we believe and what we want and who we are and who we want to be. For example, our emotional responses and reactivity align with our values and our paradigm. Often our paradigm or subjectivity, objectivity is what you see with your eyes, ears, nose, your subjectivity is how you interpret all of that. Well, we've all grown up with a certain type of uh, subjectivity and how we interpret things that go on around us. And what we want to do is begin to heal that and grow to become more of a self-differentiated individual. Um, uh, you know, the paradigm that we have has to do with what do we want? What do we need? What do we believe? Um, and oftentimes our feelings are all over the map in terms of reactivity and what goes on within us. And that map that those feelings are all over are a map we've inherited from our family of origin and a map we've inherited from some other adult experiences we've had too.
And when our feelings and our beliefs and our values and who we are don't coincide, we then react and our reactivity comes out. Uh, such as uh, treating people with love and respect. That may be a value that we truly believe and have. Though we find ourselves getting reactive and angry and disrespecting and hurtful of other people. But that's not our true values. Um, the valuing of me and the valuing of the other. Uh, we need to value ourselves. We need to value other people. That may be a value that we have. But those often don't coincide with our feelings. And often systems feelings get those all out of whack. Um, I wanted to share that self-differentiation can also be seen as a similar type of respect. Respect is another word for kind of self-differentiation. Do you respect the other and do you respect yourself? Um, and I think if someone is respectful and someone respects themselves and respects others, they are more self-differentiated. Um, someone says to you at work, you know, I don't know why you always suck up to the boss, for example. Look what happens. We then feel angry. We then feel discounted. We then feel mad. We then feel hurt. We may feel shamed. Uh, and we may feel fearful that people perceive me as sucking up to the boss. My emotions don't align with my values, beliefs, and principles. And that's where it becomes very difficult. Instead, my emotions have intensity and anxiety. And again, we may be aware of that anxiety. We may not. We may just be aware of the anger or the defensiveness. But often underneath is a feeling of anxiety that's a part of the system that we grew up in and now a part of the system of our, of our workplace. My values may be I value myself. That's what I believe. I have no need to defend myself to anyone because we never have to defend ourselves. Uh, I, we do need to have self-protection and self-care, but that's different than defending ourselves. Others can have opinions that are different from mine. That's a value. A value may be I don't want to absorb what others' feelings are or beliefs. I want to observe them. That may be a value. <clears throat> and that I have a value that many people project on me, to me, on top of me. And it is better to be calm. And so calm is a value. Calm is something I want to work on to be more self-differentiated. When we have those feelings or reactive feelings, we want to explore those emotions that are not in line with my values. Because if I feel shamed and guilt, well, why is my self-esteem so low? Why do I value myself so little by this one comment triggers me into that low self-esteem that I feel um, versus being that desired intentional inner adult that I want to be. And we find ourselves that happening with a lot of interactions we have with people. Let me give you another example. The boss gives an unfair evaluation, not reflecting, not reflective of your efforts and maybe even a little shaming. Uh, I've certainly been in on those kinds of evaluations before. 
having worked at a number of hospitals and a number of places. And then we go into a shame spiral. We get defensive. Uh, it feels very parental. And then we have a lot of anxiety. We may have anger with it. And again, it's not reflective of my values. And you say, well, how is that not reflective of my values? Isn't that just automatic? Well, yes, it feels very automatic. But that doesn't mean it has to always stay automatic. As we begin to self-differentiate and to detach and to reduce enmeshment, we then can stay more with our values and what we truly believe and can think more if we can calm down. Because my values are, I value my work and myself. I can stand up for myself without reactivity. I want to be, a value is I want to be my age and act my age as an adult. I want to see me as valuable as I see the boss. Because oftentimes what happens when we get that negative evaluation, we then overvalue the boss and undervalue ourselves. And that's not a value that I want to hold on to. He or she is as important as I am. I am as, as important as they are. Uh, being kind is another value I would have. Accepting of others, even their wrongness, and to not work to change them. That's a value that I can set, accept the wrongness of others. That that's where they're at, but I stay on my side of the tennis net and go, but this is how I would handle it, and this is how I would respond to them. And so with the boss, we might then have other feelings that we can share that are more in line with our values. Number one, well, I feel disappointment because I thought I was doing a good job. So I feel disappointed that the boss sees me that way. Not shamed, but disappointed. Or I might share confusion with the boss. That's a, more, a feeling more in line with my values. I'm not sure I know why we have all of these negative things. And yet my positive things are not being reinforced in there, so I'm confused. Or we may want to share how we see it differently, you know, to the boss. Well, I understand that's how you see it. I do see myself differently than that. Um, and also, if we share our feelings in line with our values, we don't tend to become too vulnerable with them because oftentimes if we get angry get reactive well then that just reinforces a negative view that someone else has of us and it reinforces and plays into the system and keeps that negative view of me going so we want to be we want to risk being too vulnerable with reactive feelings or systems feelings I want to share a desire to be a good and effective worker to the boss and that I certainly accept reasonable feedback and actionable feedback. I have no trouble with feedback and no trouble with things I might need to change. I'm very open to that because my values are I want to be a good employee. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, the boss may say, well, some people report you're not sharing your part of the workload. You're being lazy or not working hard enough. And again, I want to, instead of being reactive and full of shame, I want to stay with, I want to observe what the boss is saying, not absorb it, and I want to ask for observations and actionable steps. Like, 
Well, what tells you that? You know, what, what, in, what indicators are there for that? And is there something I can do differently? Rather than just a shaming statement, you're just not carrying your end of the load. Well, I thought I was working really hard. And so I'll need to have more information from the boss. So to get our emotions in line with our values, we want to identify our values. What are your values? What are your beliefs? What are your principles? What are those things that you have chosen that are important to you and that you value? Identify how your feelings don't reflect those values, such as shame and guilt and all those kinds of things that often come from our past. Explore the history of those feelings. Where did they come from? When did I believe that I should feel shamed if I am criticized? When did I start believing that? And can I go back and begin to resolve and heal those times and those episodes? Uh, view your beliefs, values, etc. separate from your boss. For example, you know, and also those reactive feelings. I'm having some reactivity and if I feel defensive and shameful or feel shameful or defensive, then I know, wait a minute, this is just not about my boss. This is about the past. And I'm not going to be vulnerable and share with him my shame and my defensiveness because that's not going to help me be more of an adult. It's only going to make me more vulnerable and I will also look more mature, immature. And I don't want to do that. He, awfully, he feels a lot like my dad growing up, but he may just be a clueless, immature boss. And again, that may mirror dad, but they're separate. And so we want to keep some knowledge between the two. Be strategic and not reactive. The other thing I have done also is to put things on hold for a moment so that I can get more calm, get less, less reactive, and then be strategic. Well, you know, boss, I wanted to hear you out. Um, can I take what you've told me and think about it for a minute? And then I'd like to come back and we can talk about that. Give yourself a break. Don't move too quickly emotionally. Slow the process down, as I've also talked about in other view, uh, videos. And I think this is one of the first core characteristics of a mature adult is that their emotions are in line with their values. The next video I want to share with you is staying on task even when we experience discomfort. And that's going to be a very important one. I hope you'll join my website. I hope you'll join one of the plans on the website. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and I've just been having calls with the Silver Plan folks who have join my website. We had a wonderful call together. It's kind of a group process uh, that's affordable for a lot of people. I hope you'll check that out. There's also exclusive content on my uh, website because I'd like to get as much of this information out to folks as I can. I hope today has been a help to you. Have a great day.